1975, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And today is a very special day. It's going to be be a bit of a serious um, topic, so um, just be ready for that. But um, I think it's something that is worthwhile listening to, um, especially if you're interested in helping out people locally and globally. Um, we are just waiting on our guest right now, and uh, hopefully they will be here very soon, and we'll make all of this happen. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by sending us an email at info at gridcitypodcast.com. Hop on our Discord, where you can listen to all of our stuff live when we're doing it. Um, also, you get to see a bunch of um, random fun things. We do shout-outs, which is some of the local awesome companies that are really uh that we have uh, patronized ourselves um also we've got i think we got a youtube channel don't we do we do still do them on there yeah 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 plenty it's of others up there sure <laughs> plenty right. of other ways to get a hold of us social media all that you can find that at gridcitypodcast.com and oh oh looks like well it looks like we might get somebody on the line here hello uh, yes <laughs> good morning oh alawanda are you there I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, perfect. How are you doing this morning? Or I don't know what time you is know, it where I'm you're blessed. at. <laughs> I was uh, I was on phone with uh, Ghana and Togo a little bit this morning. It took me a little bit to log in. Uh, my apologies. No worries, none whatsoever. We're glad that you were able to make it here. Thank you, thank you, thanks for having me. Happy Saturday. Yes, happy Saturday. So, uh, how's your Saturday been going uh, besides this? You know, you know, uh, it's uh, it's nice outside. Uh, it's always nice and green, Pacific Northwest. Um, I don't, you know, it's been uh, five days since I came back uh, from Togo or Ghana. So part of me feel like, uh, you know, half of the body is here and then the other half is there still. So I'm trying to put it back together. You know how it is when you go home. Oh, yes, yes, yes. How often do you get to go back home? You know, I, um, before this uh, global uh, pandemic that we have, um, I, I used to go about once a quarter. Uh, but uh, last year, as we know, is quite an unusual year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm planning to uh, start going regularly again because it's really important to, to stay connected to the ground. Uh, and, you know, we have quite a bit of a large team uh, there as well. And that's also where my other family is. So it must be nice to be able to uh, catch up with the family then at that point, too. Yeah, well, it depends. You know, I have a big <laughs> family, so <laughs> it's, it's nice to see the family. And uh, But, you know, we're, we're a type of culture where we must discuss everything. So sometimes you sit in these family meetings and uh, hours goes by and you're thinking, okay, you know, uh, we, we've done enough talking here. <laughs> oh, I understand that as well. Um, Alawanjo Chala is with us, and Alawanjo, tell us a little bit um, about yourself and your your company, sir. Thank you, thank thank you. Uh, you know, as we we're just uh, noting, I'm originally from Togo, 
Uh, and uh, for those of you that don't know where Togo is, a very small country in the west part of Africa, right between uh, Ghana and Benin. And so, and you know, Togo used to have a population of about 2 million. Now we're about uh, almost 8 million, uh, which we can talk about a little bit later, uh, that contribute to the uh, extreme issues of poverty. So I grew up in the northern part of Togo, in the central part of Togo. Uh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> like most places in West Africa, you know, you're, you're a farmer. Um, my mother has eight children. And my father has uh, 42 children. So it was quite, quite a large family. Uh, by sixth grade, they drop out of school, uh, which is, again, uh, something that's quite normal in West Africa, especially in the villages. Uh, you, you don't have enough fun to continue the education. Uh, so I walk in the farm along with my mother and then uh, met my partner and ended up in the state and went back to school and went to UC Davis and then decided that uh, not only a decision, but really it, the question was, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I, I The way in which I grew up, I realized that certain things are unfair. Uh, the poverty and extreme poverty that we live in is, not, is unfair. And I began to really understand that a lot of it has to do with the way in which African resources, knowledge, or trade, uh, that we need to establish uh, a form of trade that uplifts the African people, and particularly women, uh, because I, I look through everything through the lenses of my, my mother. So all these put together with the, with the, with the feel and the belief that through a more, what I call more economic, uh, um, we could somehow ensure that our communities uh, and communities where I come from uh, can get our poverty based on those ideas led to the creations of Alafia. And you've mentioned uh, with the poverty with their, like uh, an example is just the, the living situations that you grew up in as well, because it was a small you said you had a large family, but you didn't have large uh, a, a large facility to live in, did you? <laughs> not, not at all. They, uh, you know, my um, with my eight sibling, um, I, I, we have this picture that I look I look at it sometimes. Actually, just the other day I was looking at it, and I, I was wondering how do we how do we all fit here? You know, I'm six four, <laughs> and my brothers are a little taller than I am, and my mother's a tall lady, and eight of us in this eight by ten room. You know, you you uh, you know every night everybody's you sleep like a sardine essentially. Um, and, and that's all you had. And you get up in the morning and you go to the farm. You walk all day in, in the hot sun, and you come back. And you know we were we were living to live, right? Everything that we farmed was so that we can survive. It was about how do you survive that day? Uh, and you know, and those are you know, even if we look some of the activities and the community empowerment uh, that Lafia does today, like our maternal health, uh, which we can talk about a little bit later, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, lose, you see sisters or half-sisters that, you know, would die simply because you couldn't afford uh, basic uh, um, fund for antibiotics after they have uh, give birth. So those, those are where the, the kind of life that we're living um, you know, and you, you, you we all, my brothers all, we all ate together and, uh, that's what, I learned how to be competitive from that, right? Because if you don't, <laughs> yeah. if you can't take quick enough food, then uh, you go hungry that night. Uh, imagine two brothers uh, that, that are quite tall. So is the, you know, but you know, I I think um, there's poverty everywhere in the world. Uh, but for me, 
uh, when I look back, I think it drove me to do what I'm doing today. It drove me to commit my life uh, to reduce the pain on, on people. Um, but, you know, it is a scar and that scar is something that has a meaning. And it's, yeah, in doing, and in doing so, you've created Alafia, which is a 501c that um, really focuses on stuff like body washes, bubble baths, um, going for, you know, body stuff, face stuff, hair, all the way down for um, children as well. How did, how did that all come to be and how did that be how you decided um, to help out your, your, your home, your home country? Yeah, you know, the... Um... The creations of the of the product uh, was really about when you think about when we think about poverty. Right? Poverty requires um, money, uh, and so for me, I I thought what we needed to do is to create a model, uh, essentially a two uh, process model. One is how do we use our knowledge uh, and knowledge like the that my mother has, for instance, uh, you know, she never set foot in school, but she has tremendous amount of knowledge and and uh, how to make things. So I was thinking, well, how do we uh, use that knowledge uh, and, and that process of, of using that knowledge generate economic activity, which generate money, uh, and and then to invest that money into uh, what you call 501c into community empowerment projects. So really, at the beginning, it wasn't that we uh, decided we want to make lotions or shampoo or conditioner. It was really based on what can women like my mother in West Africa do and how do we put that in the global market? And when we looked, and when I looked way back 17 years ago, I recognized that we have a traditional knowledge on how to make shea butter. We have shea trees that grow wild throughout the whole savannah of West Africa. What we needed to do is to organize a group of women around that so that they can have stable and fair and more income uh, and, and sell that. But, you know, what we quickly realized uh, is that people don't want to just buy shea butter in the book because a shea butter is, a, is an ingredient that goes into multiple ingredients. So they want it for cheap. But if the intention and the objective of Alafia is to alleviate poverty, you can't have a, a, a product that's so cheap. Uh, so for these, uh, we start to put the, uh, the, the melt the shea butter, put it in the jars, go to street fairs uh, here in Bombushu, here in uh, in Seattle, oh, nice. uh, in uh, in our own state of Washington, um, and and just go to street fairs and sell in the jars, and from there start going to local store, our local co-ops uh, here in uh, in Washington State, and, and all the way to Oregon. And built little by little, and uh, got got a book from the library. Uh, my partner is a chemist, so she knows how to mix things. So we we this was a necessity, right? The 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 idea for personal care was a necessity uh, with the goal on how do we reduce poverty and create jobs uh, back home. But what this end up doing is also creating jobs here in our own state and in our own county. Wow. So it's it's twofold at that point. And that was one of the big things you said 17 years ago, you started that that 2004 was when you um, officially established in Olympia. Um, that's right. So that's that's amazing. It's been around for 17 years. You, I, I have to feel that you have a lot of insight now um, in business practices, both between the U.S. and your home. 
Um, and then also just interacting in between with both of those. Definitely. <laughs> what I can assure you is that I have gray hair. <laughs> I have to imagine on all of that. I love that. Like it's just. <laughs> I, I do. I have gray hair at the, uh, at the young age. Uh, you know, it, it, you know. I think these um, all of us we may not have so called training, right? I was not trained to be CEO uh, or founder on or, or how to be a manager and, uh, and and manage a large group of people in multiple countries and and, and several continents. But those when you you're committed, when your heart is committed. Uh, when you know what your destiny is, you 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 learn, and I think uh, that that learning I continue to learn today, uh, and that never stops. But you just have to know what your intentions are in life and what you you dedicate your life to. Did did Olympia become? Uh, was that a a conscious decision, or was it more happenstance that you ended up here in the Pacific Northwest? Because you said you went to UC Davis. Yeah, you know the. Um, <laughs> My uh, my my partner is uh, from Eastern Washington. So when I first came oh, to the okay. state, we actually were in Wenatchee. Uh, and that's where I started learning English. It was uh, in uh, community college in Wenatchee uh, before we went to UC Davis. And we end up having two daughters. Uh, right when right at the very moment that we're starting our life, yeah. Um, but you know, you, there was no way that we could afford to continue to live in California, as you know, California <laughs> is, is uh, quite expensive, particularly the area where we were. And we saw this whole uh, what I, to me, you know, I didn't see Alafia as a, as just a business. Uh, I, I saw it as a as a movement. Uh, is, to me, is something that will revolutionize uh, the way in which things are done and the way that we looked at Africa. So we, we it couldn't fail. And what I'm trying to say is that, so we essentially just uh, jump on uh, in the car with uh, our two daughters uh, and looking for a place that would be cheaper, but also knowing that we wanted to be at a place where you can raise the children. That was very important. Uh, Alafia was just being born, but we also have children. And uh, we're looking for a place that we feel that is an environment, uh, because I grew up in an environment uh, that, you know, Togo went through a, a brief uh, civil war uh, as a young boy, and I, I went through that. So the the mindset of a safe place to raise children was very important uh, uh, to me uh, and Rose. So we just drove, uh, jump on our little Hyundai car uh, with two kids and drove the, the corridor from I-5 straight and stopped in Eugene, you know, stopped in Vancouver, uh, Washington, and just trying to see what clicked. Uh, and uh, we got to Olympians. Okay, this looked like a, a safe place, um, and uh, and that that was pretty much it. So we went back. Uh, I finished. I dropped my 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 last uh, homework to uh, to UC Davis and <laughs> pack up a U-Haul. Then there we go. We moved. Well, I'm. That's so awesome. I just love the fact that it was, uh, you know, just driving all the way through everything, and uh, you land in Washington. And you're like, yep, here we go. We're good. Didn't have to go to yeah. Canada. Didn't have to make it all the way up to Canada. Aside from uh, looking for a, 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 a cheaper and safe place, you know, because we, we moved into this mobile home. In fact, the first Alafia product was made in this mobile home uh, here in Olympia. Um, and, uh, you know, but we, I, I knew that we needed to also need to be close to a port. Uh, because we're, ship, we, we, we're shipping things from uh, West Africa. We need a Seattle port. 
So that was important for us as well. And but I'm the all you know. You remember, I grew up in a small town. I grew up in a village. Uh, I would I am not the type of person to be in a big city like Seattle uh, or even Portland uh, or Sacramento. So the small town was in our mind, uh, and uh, also need to be close to a port and uh, and again a place that I I feel that would be safe to raise children. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that seems, uh, the, the, the big dream for so many people. And if, if anyone's interested, you can go to www.alafia.com, A-L-A-F-F-I-A.com. And that's an interesting name. Uh, where did that come from? Thank you. Um, the, so, you know, I, the, 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 there's a part of Alafia that I think, uh, uh, to me, the authenticity, uh, is critical. And what I mean about authenticity is that, the origin of why we do what we do, right? Uh, and the, I felt that uh, an organization that is a, is intended uh, for empowering women in West Africa need to embody names that come from where the ingredients come from. Uh, but even more importantly, I felt that uh, the authenticity needs to also connect to the heart and soul of why we exist. What does that mean? Uh, so Alafia in Togo, uh, Benin and even Nigeria is a greeting, uh, but the real meaning of it is health and peace. And and I I feel that that's why I have dedicated my life to. Uh, we, we need health and we need peace. We can't we can't live without one. Uh, and and that's uh, so the name is a, is a greeting, and we use it every day uh, throughout the West part of Africa. And given that that's where the key. Uh, ingredients, the key knowledge of how well Afia is providing to America come from, it only makes sense to, uh, to, to, to have the name come from there. But even more importantly, uh, it is, uh, is a guiding principle, everyday reminder of why we're here. We're here for peace and health. And man, it, it's just so cool that you're able to do this on both ends, like helping out uh, local in Western Washington, that, I mean, that's awesome. And I love the fact that we get to be a part about this because a lot of the times people don't really, they, they want to help out people. They want to help out others. I feel a lot of people yeah. really want to do that, uh, but they don't know where to start. And especially nowadays with the globalization, which can be a really cool thing because you get yeah. to experience stuff all around the world, but also you get to, uh, you'll get the information in, uh, uh, that you don't, know like you don't know how to help out with like turmoil in other areas and what you're doing is saying hey this is a company in the u.s in olympia but you're helping out on a global scale and i think that's something that people should really uh get out of this is that yeah you're getting some cool products but you're you're helping people that you probably will never ever meet but will have a better life because of you just buying the product no, th- th- thank you, Jess. And, then, you know, and I think that's when we really look into the future, uh, and, I, and I was thinking about these even 17 or 18 years back, uh, the support uh, or, or you, you could call it help or an empowerment of a community, it must be mutual, right? Uh, because we're one world at the end of the day. And I thought truly that some of the difficulties that we have in getting out of poverty uh, in, in, in West Africa um, uh, is because it's not balanced. So what I'm trying to say by that is that it's seen as Africa needing help. And so instead, in my mindset, as understanding that America too 
can, can use help mm -hmm. right? in two ways. One, we can provide alternative, healthier option product for families uh, and create jobs here. And American jobs are equally important. You know, how do we expect American uh, or in our communities here to purchase a lot of your product if, if they themselves don't have jobs? And so you will see, you know, there's a lot that uh, within the guiding principles of the organization today as we speak. 80% uh, of our packaging must come within two states. Right? When I say within two or three states, I'm talking about our surrounding state. Either it's coming from our state of Washington, uh, Oregon, uh, California, and then and Utah. Um, so, so the idea is it's not just about U.S. manufacturing uh, or domestic. We're talking about our immediate states. How do we support jobs right here? And packaging, uh, if anything, personal care, uh, the ingredients that you put in the product uh, are sometimes a lot less cost than the packaging itself. So for Alafia to say 80% of my packaging must be local uh, and come from here uh, is, is, a, is, a, is beyond in, in the sense that the job that we're creating here in our own county, but also the surrounding states and our own state. That's a really good point with all of that. I, I, I just love that, how, how conscious you are of all of that. No, th thank you. And, and I think it is important, right, because we need to start seeing the world as one world and as one community. And, and, uh, and I think we often fail to understand how we impact each other. Uh, and I think for me and for Lafia, don't get me wrong, I, 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 uh, my home uh, is in my heart and I, I will always dedicate my heart uh, to my home. But this is also a home, right? We're here. And because of the folks here throughout uh, the state and uh, other states, uh, we're able to continue to do the empowerment project that we do. So uh, I, uh, I think it, it only makes sense uh, as we think in the future, uh, how do we support both communities? And each community may need different things, right? Um, but, but that's in every enterprise, that should be part of uh, uh, the guiding, I believe. And I just love that you did bring up your empowerment projects because I'd love for you to go um, a little bit deeper um, with that because uh, it seems that it's you're looking at um, some very, very um, basic but important tenants with stuff like maternal care, education, um, environmental sustainability, and even going with like eyeglasses and such. So uh, let's go a little bit deeper with some of this, man. So where did it... No. Go ahead. Yeah, th th thank, thank you, Desai. You know, they, again, I, um, I, I, when I said I dropped out of school and the way in which I grew up, I, I, and, and when we looked, they even looked the type of poverty we see in Africa today, um, I fundamentally believe it was because there's no balance. So what I mean by that, so much resources and knowledge gets taken out but doesn't get pulled back. Uh, but if how do you do that? How do you put back in the community in a way that truly uplifts the community? And 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 I will I will go through some of those uh, uh, community uh, investments I call them. Uh, but it is a, it is fundamental to understand why and how, right? Because what I'm trying to say by that is that we cannot just do one thing. You mentioned eyeglasses. You mentioned the trees, and uh, but you have to do. Uh, multiple, multiple things uh, that will create an impact. Because when we talk about human life, human life is extremely complex, uh, especially in very complex cultures. 
So m- many different things need to be done. Uh, to me, it wouldn't be just good enough to say, okay, Alafia is planting trees, and that's good enough because we're doing something. And we have to remember the creation of Alafia was not for marketing reasons. It was created simply so that we can serve humanity. Uh, and it's not for me so that I can get rich. Those were not the intentions. It was the, it was from a place of understanding the pain that I went through, the pain my mother went through, and the pain I still see our communities uh, still go through today. Uh, so what, when, I, when I was looking, how do we really invest into the community with impact? Uh, we, we have to focus on all the drivers of a society. So all the, one driver of a society clearly is an environment, so you see that we have planted over 90,000 trees. Uh, and that, you know, 90,000 trees may seem small, Justin, but the idea behind it is how do we mobilize our communities to understand the changes of climate? But the reason really behind it more than anything is to understand that the deforestation is contributing to hunger, right? When we lose the topsoil because of the erosions that occur after massive deforestation, we can't grow food. And you know what happened? We can't grow food. Yeah, you, you, that leads to hunger. Mm-hmm. And hunger leads to poverty. So we, the Lafayette's intention is to break the cycle of poverty. So we, only, we look at the environment as a, as a, as a directly uh, correlated to, to, to breaking the cycle of poverty. Additionally, uh, when we look at the drivers of a society, uh, it has to do with uh, maternity. And maternity is one of our biggest uh, community uh, impact. Uh, I'm, I noted earlier that I have sisters myself uh, who have died simply because after birth. Uh, and so today we, we have uh, more than 8,000 uh, women that Alafia is contributing to uh, to bring safe birth. And, you know, what's happening, we, we know today that, uh, you know, one 16 women within the West Africa have a chance of dying simply by trying to bring life uh, to, to, to the earth. And it's simply not right. But for Alafia and for me, uh, regardless of what I witnessed growing up, it, it, it all go back to how do we reduce poverty? Uh, and we know that when we lose a mother, the, the, those children left behind are likely to drop out. So if Alafia's intention again is to reduce poverty, it only makes sense that we keep uh, the mothers alive. Uh, and for that, uh, maternity is a very, very important project for us. Uh, something that we, we focus and we, we 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 in fact uh, this year we're we're expanding and extending that to to uh, to brown people in in America as well because uh, it, that's an issue here. But maternity is very something that's dear to my heart and I, and I think uh, um, something that we must and should continue to to, to invest in. Uh, in addition to this, we have to look at the drivers of society, which is uh, education. Uh, you know, I talk about myself drop out of school. Well, you know, right, the Togo population went from 2 million to uh, 8 million or more today. But yet, there, there aren't enough schools to accommodate. It is true that we have high dropout rate, but the population growth has uh, increased so dramatically that uh, it, it cannot accommodate the amount of uh, students that are going to school. Uh, you know, I remember wow. myself, you, where you have, uh, you know, eight children in, this, in, the, in the bench on a dirt floor. How do you learn? You can't learn that way. So Alafia builds schools. In fact, uh, today Alafia builds schools every year more than the Togolese government or the government in general builds schools. Uh, and these is to provide an environment where 
uh, young young girls and young men can can get education because, as you know, I need not to tell you, we need education uh, to be able to get out poverty. Absolutely, uh, and yeah. this is very 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 critical, uh, I, I believe. Uh, and you know, to talk about eyeglasses, uh, you know, it takes a whole salary uh, in Togo for a person to be able to buy even reading glasses. So we collect those uh, uh, those uh, glasses here and send it to Togo. But I want to step back a little bit on to okay. the education part. Uh, that is the, the our bicycle program, because that really link our communities here in the Pacific Northwest directly to our communities in West Africa. Uh, we, you know, I right here in in Tacoma, in Olympia, in Seattle, all the way to Portland. I personally used to go from home to home, where we collect the uh, used bicycles. Uh, and those yeah. used bicycles, uh, Alafia would pay for the shipping of it uh, to to be sent to school. And uh, you know, and you know, one thing that that does, one, it prevents the, the the those bicycles from end up in the landfills or wherever they may end up because they use and Americans don't need them anymore. Uh, and and I'll go on the sidetrack and tell you when I was grew up in Togo, if you ask me what's your biggest dream, I would say. You know, I, I hope that one day I'll have, I'll have a bicycle. It's a, it's a big deal. Uh, and it's a big deal because you, you have what typically happens in Togo is that most villages will have a primary school, right? When you get to the secondary school, you have to walk just a long distance, you know, any, as long as, a, as, as eight, 10 miles. So imagine oh, wow. if you have to do that twice a day. Uh, it, 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 it only contributes to the dropout. And I think it is one of the reasons why in Togo today, uh, more than 40% of our young girls drop out before reaching secondary school because as a young lady in Togo, uh, you, 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 a young lady end up having to do everything. You know, doing dishes and doing these and doing that. And it, it, you're adding eight miles or more on top, on top of it to go to school is simply too, too much. It's not enough time. And I, and I so I thought, uh, okay, you can't change the society. You can't tell um, our whole community that all of a sudden uh, young ladies need to stop doing what is required of them. It takes time to, mm-hmm. for communities to change. But what can be done, however, is to reduce the amount of time that those young ladies spend uh, going to school. So that was the, the, the idea behind uh, collecting bicycles. And as you can see, we have uh, nearly 10,000 bicycles in circulation today in Togo. And what we saw in survey of a 40% dropout rate, uh, we saw 90, over 90% retention in school with the wow. young ladies that have bicycles, simply by having bicycles, nothing else. That's amazing. Uh, and, and, that, that's, uh, and a lot of those bicycles, again, come from uh, our state. That, I mean, just being able to see something like that and from just what you've been trying to work forward, that's just got to make your own heart sing. Just being able to see that uh, through a, a through the determination on your part um, have been able to help people. But then in that turn, that's not only helping you know them right now, but it's helping them for the future because now they have that education. They're not necessarily stuck in any like one sort of path, they can now have the chance and opportunity to, to choose their own path as much as they possibly that, can at that point. No, definitely. Just in a, and I think that that's, that's the point, right? Uh, one thing that has happened uh, quite a bit uh, is human trafficking within the West Ooh. Africa. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you have the basic education that Latvia is, is contributing, 
uh, is isn't imaginable the, the the opportunities that it could give otherwise. It's true. It's difficult to find jobs in Togo or anywhere in Africa. But at least now you you understand something. Right? You have that basic knowledge. You don't need to be trafficked to go work on a cocoa farm. You know, the cacao farms uh, in Africa's or to be an indentus uh, ser- servant in Nigeria. Uh, so I, I think that it, it matters. Uh, it, it's not just uh, it, the, the education and the knowledge, but it, help, it keeps families together. Uh, and I think that's important. Yeah, especially with, uh, I mean, the large families. But even in that turn, it's just being able to, I mean, you travel back and forth. Uh, obviously, the, the last year hasn't been that great on that. But um, it just does seem that family is uh, so very important. No, it, it, it is, uh, because, you know, just like even here in the U.S., uh, our families are foundation. Uh, and, and I think uh, for, for me and the top, you know, culture is very uh, important uh, to me, right? And, and part of that culture uh, is to continue to, to understand it, continue to be part of it, continue to experience it. But above all, fundamentally, Lafayette needs the culture, uh, it is through the culture that we're able to derive the knowledge on how we make a uh, product that Americans are consuming today in a natural way. I think staying connected uh, is a balance, right? On, on one hand, we need to continue to maintain our traditional ways of life. And on our hand, we need to also adjust to the changing world. Uh, and, and, and I think they both can truly coexist. So you guys originally started in 2004 in Olympia, but really kind of, it seems, um, according to your uh, site, which is alafia.com, people can go check out, get more information about all the products and even more about just what the company is about. Um, but it was like 2018 where you kind of really blew up nationwide, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the we, we, one thing, uh, Justin, is that, at the beginning of Falafia, I, I felt strongly uh, that we don't want investors uh, because I was concerned that having investors would be driven to make money, not be driven to the empowerment of the people. Uh, and remember, in my mind, as far as I'm concerned, Alafia is a movement. Uh, it's a movement for change. So it means that you, you, you know, you grew, you, we grow and we're very fortunate uh, uh, how we grow, but you grow at your own pace and you grow with a loss of or your own sweat. Uh, but, you know, around the 18, if you remember, in fact, I said more, you know, to around 2008, uh, uh, is that in around 2008, you start to see that they, that's when they, there was a big economic decline, right? The Lehman oh, Brothers, yeah. you name all the different banks were failing. So what I, what I thought at the time was, you know, these are times where the big boys are, are cautious. And, you know, these are basic uh, uh, economic 101, right? So investors don't want to invest uh, sometime. Uh, and, the, and the big boys, when I say big boy, I'm talking about the, our competitors, oh, yeah. uh, are not going to be creating a, the innovation uh, necessary. So I saw a window. It was a time for us to go. It was a time where we start uh, creating brands like the everyday shape, the coconut, uh, beautiful curls, uh, to just load up the shelves at, at the price that Americans can also afford, right? When there's economic decline, 
that uh, people people are not thinking about spending a lot of money. They need to care for their family too. And so we were, you know, what what do we what do we have to lose? We we, we uh, our intention was not to uh, make me rich. It was to support the communities and above all uh, keep the communities uh, working back home. So that was that time, uh, you know, because uh, during the economic decline, I saw that was the right opportunity, the right time for us to go national. Uh, so that's when we start to engage with retailers like uh, Whole Foods and uh, providing ultra natural and ethical product at the price that makes sense. We're selling at the time a 32 ounce uh, product retail for $9.99 that's certified fair trade, uh, use essential oils uh, in as a lotion or body washes. Uh, it just made sense. And, and we'll continue from there, right? So from that 2008, uh, and when you get into the 18, by that time, we have enough momentum, we have enough manufacturing capacity where we can start engaging with retailers like Target and, uh, and Walmart. Which is beautiful because now, I mean, people, it's super simple to find the stuff. And you can you can literally go to the site and you have a store locator, but like you can go to Walmart, you can go to Bartels, you can go to Targets in this area and you can pick it up. That's awesome. It's not just the, the specialty shops that carry this, which means... It's super accessible for everyone, and and I, I think I think uh, that's the intention, right? Because you know, Justin, I, I, I for me, it, it is it is important that that Latvia is accessible to everyone, and we still have a long way to go, right? The, there are there are members of our communities that uh, perhaps some stores are not located there that we, we need to do a better job. Uh, and making sure that Latvia is available to all various American communities. But we, we have to. And, and the reason why I'm saying this is that the, the, we're talking about health here, right? The Latvia product are about health. Families need alternative healthy products. Mm-hmm. But we also talk about products that are coming at the, at the fair price. You know, we talk about fair trade uh, when it has to do with West Africa. But there's a need to be fair on this side as well. Uh, we we Alafia, if you look at Alafia prices, Alafia product, those are fair prices that most families can afford. So I I I think not only that we uh, Alafia product need to continue to be available to all Americans, uh, but it needs to be at the price that all Americans can afford. And that's a really good point when it comes down to all of it. You're helping out everyone. You're getting stuff that you can afford, which you can continue to purchase. It's ethically done, which means there's you feel better about using this product. And then uh, it's just it's a feel good product all around. Like, seriously, thank you for doing all of this. <laughs> no, you know, I, uh, just, I can't take the credit alone. Uh, I, I'm very fortunate. Uh, you know, we have uh, we have teams here in the U.S. We have teams in West Africa uh, that are contributing uh, to, to 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 this. Uh, and above all, we have our customers, uh, and we have communities here in the Pacific Northwest that care about natural product. Uh, and and you know, the thing is, I think what I'm trying to do uh, is to give a, a way for everybody to contribute to goodness in the world. Right? Uh, even what we're doing right now, this conversation. What you're doing, right? discussing oh. issues that matters to to our community, to me, that's a contribution uh, to the world. We don't all need to uh, be be out and uh, you know with boots and uh, whatever weapons we may have on the ground and changing things on the ground. I think change can be made just from our own 
own room by what we purchase, uh, what we do with our money. Uh, and, and many of your listeners and yourself, you know that they, we can contribute, uh, we can make sure that the way in which we spend our money doesn't contribute to child slavery. We can make yeah, sure that we're yeah. talking to organizations, ensuring, holding them accountable to do the right things. Uh, so, a, a, again, I think, uh, you know, with Alafia is, uh, is a simple way to give an opportunity to each individual uh, in, in our state and beyond our state. Uh, to be able to engage, to do goodness in the world, uh, and at the same time, um, and, and uh, to be able to have a product that's healthy for them, right? Because what good does it do you if you if you can <laughs> spend your money to buy a product uh, for other that support our communities if that product is not healthy for you? Oh, so yeah. I think the relevancy and the efficacy of the product is very important to first be relevant, to first for it to perform and to, and to be clean for the, for the user. And then after that, we, we, uh, we collectively decide how do we invest that money in all our communities. I love it, Alejandro, because this is very much a passion project for you and you've dedicated your life to it. But I do need to ask you a, a very serious question. Do you have... Do you <laughs> I have thought you were talking about all serious questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was oh. like, it's, do you have any time for any hobbies or do you, have, uh, do you have a chance to be able to relax at all? And is there anything that you get to do for fun at this point? Because it seems you're very dedicated with a lot of stuff at this point. You know, um, I, and I'll be, I'll be um, honest. I mean, that's the only, that's the only thing to be. Um, I'm learning that. I'm truly learning that. I, uh, I, I, I have not been able to um, have what you would call a balance in life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, either you're traveling, uh, or you are, you're always, you know, if you if you say where I say. Most often, you're seeing nothing but problems, right? You're resolving uh, uh, serious matters because we're working across different countries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to imagine trying to conduct an ethical uh, enterprise in some of the most corrupted places in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, those things do keep you, keep you, in, uh, keep you up. And, uh, but simply to answer your question, is a work in progress? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm adjusting. Uh, you know, I uh, I smoke cigars and uh, sometimes I drink wine. But I, one thing that I do do for sure uh, is to make sure that I exercise. So I always give myself uh, some 30, 40 minutes uh, almost every day to make sure that uh, I exercise uh, to, uh, to you know to to make sure that uh, those consumptions uh, are being processed. If that makes sense. So oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm learning, and uh, you know, and I and I think. Uh, uh, as, they, as we go forward, I'm very fortunate. Uh, one thing that I have dedicated my, my lots of my time to the last two years is to build this very strong management team. Wow. And I think mm-hmm. we're there. We have a very, very good, uh, competent and talent and uh, people with warm heart that care about this enterprise uh, that will take some weight off me and, uh, and I'll be able to... Uh, you know, to to I enjoy life. Don't get me wrong. I'm, <laughs> if this is all that I do, that I don't do anything else. I'm happy. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm, I I think service uh, to humanity is a, is a hobby on on its own. Awesome, and that's. I mean, the, the it's the you know the old adage: if you love what you do, and it really seems that you absolutely love being able to. I don't want to say combat, but it is you're you're going up against systems, which you've just stated, which can be 
<laughs> very tiresome and troubling indeed. But the fact that you're going through it with such a fervor and f- such a love for family and for life in general, um, that's got that's just it's so inspiring. Th- thank, thank, thank you, uh, Desandal. I don't think there are any other choice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, you know, even the, I, I, uh, I told you that I just came back from home. Um, and when, when, when you see two things, right, you see that you can, in fact, save a human life. That's really why Lafayette is. I went to some of the clinics that Lafayette water, uh, and they, they, we see the babies that Lafayette have contributed to bring to life. And, and to me, that's just priceless. I, I cannot imagine anything worth more on earth than human life. And so to be able to prevent the uh, unnecessary death of the mothers uh, or, or, or the babies, uh, it, does, it does encourage you and fuels you to, to, uh, to continue. But on, on another hand, what you see is the, the continuity of the ugly, uh, ugliness, which means the extreme poverty that still exists in, in our communities. Uh, and so you can never feel that um, you've done enough or, or you're content. Uh, you're grateful, and I'm grateful for where we are. Uh, but there's, a, there's just like many people have died before us for justice, for equality. Uh, and I think these are our turn to, uh, to, to contribute a little bit and sacrifice whatever it may take. And with what you're building here with Alafia, it also, um, obviously a legacy there, but it's also that stepping stone to which other people can either continue um, through the company or even like like you were talking with the management team or even other employees that you have who can then branch off in their own way with kind of the same model that you've been doing. De- definitely. You know, if, if you were to ask me what is the, the future of our life here and what is next, I, you know, I think that's really... That's that's a, that's one of the ultimate goal, right? To prove to the world uh, and to individuals that we could have a model that generate uh, cash, uh, a model that treat humans uh, with kindness, uh, and and it, it, you know we can have a, a model that embody morals. So what I'm trying to say is that you know what what life is doing uh, clearly is uh, indicating that. We were communities, when I say we were communities, I said poor communities throughout West Africa can engage in the global market. And at the very same time, uh, folks here in America can, uh, can have access to good product and, uh, and then we can invest uh, these into our collective communities. So to me, it's a model and it's a model that I really do believe the Alafia model is the future. Uh, and and the hope is that not only that we need to continue to expand within the West Africa, but they, that other American enterprises will choose a similar model because they got nothing to lose but to gain, right? Because you will generate cash, you will serve humanity, and 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 that's and you care about the environment. And we all know that the way in which businesses conduct today is simply not sustainable for, for our collective future. We, we need to adjust to the models that we respect others, uh, we respect cultures, and we respect the environment, and we invest in our society. And I, I don't think uh, anybody else could put it any better, Alonjo. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, it really kind of puts a big perspective on just 
what's going on in our local community that is actually affecting a global community. And I really, I, I can't say any more than that, but just thank you. Th- thank you. Th- thank you for, uh, you know, for on these Saturdays, spending time to talk about those important matters uh, to share with our community. Uh, and through you, I, uh, I thank the people in the Pacific Northwest that continue to support us not just buying product, but supporting us and collecting bicycles, eyeglasses, uh, and have been, uh, these are home too, and have been here with us. And uh, I just want to wish them health. Uh, you know, these, those are difficult times around the world uh, and, and uh, wish everybody good health. And, uh, and you know, I always say that big hugs and lots of love. <laughs> Aluando Chala, I will, uh, once all of this is, uh, this pandemic stuff is done, I want to find you and I want to give you a big hug. Um, but we'll wait. We'll wait a Thank little you. while until then. Um, again, you can check out everything at alafia.com. Um, lots of social media. Check out their Instagram. Follow them because there's a lot of very positive things, um, especially right now. There's a lot of there's a lot of turmoil going on, not just um, in Togo, but definitely around here as well. A lot of people are uh, feeling different feelings at this point in time. And just to have some love and positivity is a it's a good place to be. We need it. We need it. It's, it's, only, it's the only way that we can carry it forward is with peace. Uh, thank you so much for your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. And have a very pleasant and peaceful weekend. Uh, you as well. Super inspiring guy, huh? This is, yeah, this wasn't one. Yes. This wasn't our, our typical uh, uh, get drunk and be silly podcast, but I still really right. super felt that it was important for us to do. Yeah, he has a Tacoma spirit, right? All the people we have oh, on from yeah. around Tacoma are like, hey, we saw an issue, we fixed it. Or we try it, we're fixing it. We're working you know, on it. They, yeah, we're doing they, what they, we they, can. Yeah. We, yeah. And again, it's very non political. It's the dude on the block. You know, the guy said, hey, I, I saw some people hungry on my block. I decided to give them free food, you know, from my, my garden. And dude, then I showed yeah. them how to build, make their own garden. Exactly. I was about to say that it's like this guy is a a kind of a global David Thompson who has blown up in the recent years as well. And it's one in the same. It was David grew stuff, realized he had too much stuff to grow, like to eat. So he would just put it out in front and then suddenly it just exploded. This guy was just trying to do the same thing. Just uh, there's a problem. We need to figure out a way for it. And through his determination, I'll just be honest. I'll be perfectly honest. Like I didn't realize. And again, I don't know a lot about, you know, world politics or history. This guy has been through a lot. And just to keep that love in his heart is amazing. Right. I know, man. I was totally blown away by this dude, man. Like the whole thing. Right. To, to, to just say which one of us can say, oh, yeah, I've been through a revolution. You know, right. even even a little right? one. Oh, it was a short revolution, but it was, uh, yeah, it's like my, my biggest thing was I ran out of milk. You know? <laughs> uh, That's what I was thinking. Uh, I get pissed point. off when the bus leaves early, right? I'm like, fucking bus. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got to wait another 15 minutes for another one. Yeah, you know. Uh, right. I, I, agreed. We're, we're very blessed. And I think we... The people that do have it good, like he said, we didn't. We need to make some sacrifices, just in general, you know. Again, not non political, just helping your your fellow man. Because the way I see it, we're all in the same boat, right? It's a big boat. The world's a big boat, and if there's a hole on one side of the boat, we're all going to sink. Yeah, you know, we can't say, oh, well, it's just it's just a hole on their side of the boat, and you I, know, we don't have to worry about it. And I think the biggest thing also is just like we're we're not asking 
or they're not asking for a lot. We're asking you to buy products that you would probably already use. And then um, in turn, you're helping out people who need the most basic things. These are people who are dying during childbirth, who can't get eyeglasses, whose a bicycle is dif- the difference between education and like oh, dying. Li- literally slavery. Yeah. Yes. Literally going into slavery. Yeah. So, um, oh my gosh. Yeah, and, and that's the thing on his page, on the page on the about us, they do a, the have the uh, the Aphilia uh, Foundation uh, mm-hmm. link, and it does show where you can just donate to education for their bicycles. You could donate to maternal care. You can donate to the environment, stability, the eyeglasses, everything. No. Band, I'll even donate some of my weed money. They, oh, <laughs> Jeff, Whoa. big spender here. Right. <laughs> So we'll be back to our normal ridiculous shenanigans probably next week. But this was a very important uh, topic that I felt that we needed to talk about. And props to Scott for doing uh, a lot of the legwork and making this happen. And then, Thanks, ter- man. And this then- is kind of what I do, though, you know? Yeah. Well, no, and you did <laughs> no, you did it really well. And then also terrified me the week before by saying you wouldn't be here. So thank you for uh, being here. Aw. You <laughs> held it down, big guy. <laughs> well, he- right. He loved to talk, and I just I just knew the, the right questions there with that one. He knew where he was going with that, so props to him, um, to Alafia.com, uh, and also to his management team, the people who are amazing to uh, help us out with all of this. And if uh, yes. you guys have any other questions about some of this random stuff, or maybe you want to talk about other Grit City stuff, let us know. Uh, send us an email, info at gritcitypodcast.com. And until next time, guys, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>